On a Thursday, as always, we're joined by our wellness expert. Here is Laura DeSanctis. Find her on Instagram at Go With Your Gut, and she joins us right now here on the radio. Hey there, Laura. Good afternoon. Hi, Jeff. Good afternoon. Okay, we're going to start by talking about the uh, summer heat and humidity, the Humidex. Uh, I know in uh, London, for those listening this afternoon, a 980 CFPL, it was really hot there uh, yesterday. I think it felt uh, close to 44 degrees. We got humidity right across the province uh, today. And we wanted to just talk a little bit off the top here about the heat, summer heat and humidity, and just uh, how we've all got to be uh, wary of that. Yeah, I think one of the, you know, it's really interesting because when it comes summertime and with the heat, a lot of people really want to go outside and hit the patio. And I'm sure a lot of people are not going to be happy when I say this, but if you really want to stay cool with the humidity, you really want to avoid those alcoholic beverages and the caffeine because both of them are diuretics and they promote dehydration. So you want to stick to those cooler beverages like water and coconut water. And surprisingly, what a lot of people do when it gets really hot outside is they drink um, when they feel that they're thirsty. But you really want to make sure that you're hydrating throughout the day because that's an easy, easy way to stay cool with the humidity. Yeah, so many people, you're right, love to hit up a patio on a hot afternoon uh, like this. Uh, That is understandable. But, uh, you know, we've talked in the past when it comes to alcoholic beverages, kind of one for one, uh, have uh, water for, uh, you know, a glass of water for every uh, glass of alcohol you have. If you are going to go to the patio, do you need to up that? Maybe try to have, uh, you know, two glasses of water for every drink? I would try to have at least two glasses of water for every drink, but make sure that you don't add a lot of ice because your body has to work twice as, twice as hard to create, um, to kind of cool that cooling down effect. So make sure that you have that room temperature water. But I like to tell people, especially with the warmer temperatures, at least two cups of room temperature water for every alcoholic or uh, coffee or caffeinated drink that you're going to consume. Are you better on a hot day like this where temperatures are around 40 or even above with the Humidex having hot beverages? Is that better for you? Um, I think it really is dependent on the person. And if you look at, um, in terms of the wellness industry and Ayurvedic medicine, there is some people that have different doshas. So if you find that you're very hot inside, having that hot drink won't necessarily agree with you. I find for me and what works best for a lot of people is having that room temperature water. But it's not only the water it's, or the liquids that you're consuming. It's really you want to pay attention to what you're eating because a lot of people are eating the wrong types of foods when it's hot outside. Okay. What are some other options or other ways that we can keep our cool in this intense heat? Mm-hmm. Um, you want to close the drapes and the blinds, especially on sunny windows. Um, you can also stick your feet in cold water because that reduces your body temperature. So your feet are these extremities that have lots of vessels um, and that run high volumes of blood. Um, so if you want to stick your feet, I know for me, even when I go for a pedicure and I have my feet in a little bit of cool water, I find it really cools my body down. Some people find that they can even sleep with a damp towel. So if they lay that damp towel or sheet on top of a dry towel, um, they find that also helps at night because that's the worst thing when you're trying to get a deep sleep and you're constantly waking up because you feel so hot. Mm -hmm. Just finally pay attention to your body, what it's trying to tell you if you've been out in the heat. Definitely pay attention to your body. Again, you always want to drink water. If you're feeling dehydrated, that means then you should have been drinking water throughout the day and you've maybe been neglecting that. But you also want to stay away from certain foods, um, especially avoiding meat, because meat is hard for your body to digest. 
especially the chicken and the meat um, that raises your body temperature. And surprisingly, you want to avoid those icy beverages or those frozen treats when they're too hot or too cold. That brings your body temperature up and it's going to make your body work extra hard to warm up your body, which it seems counterintuitive, but a lot of people will go for those popsicles, the ice cream, the freezies or those super cold drinks. So you kind of want to stay away from that, especially on hot days. All right, some uh, great advice on uh, what is a, a really hot couple of days across the province. By the way, Anthony Fresnel will join us in about an hour's time, give us an update on the uh, forecast and just how long this heat, this humidity is going to stick around. Here with our wellness expert, Laura DeSanctis. And uh, Laura, this week we were also treated to a bit of a show in the sky, the strawberry moon, a uh, full moon uh, in the sky. And I understand that uh, a full moon is uh, kind of big, uh, kind of big deal, big news in the wellness industry. It is. It's a big deal. And I think ever since um, with COVID, we saw a lot of astrology, a lot of astrology content come out on in the media, especially social media, full moon. What does that mean? So June 14th was the full moon, or it's also known as the strawberry supermoon. So if you're someone that's in astrology or into the wellness, um, I guess, space, you may have heard about manifesting and manifesting around the full moon. So the full moon is really a time where we're supposed to take action and bring things to completion. That's a time where we can do a lot of meditation, a lot of journaling, a lot of releasing. And when we talk about releasing, it's usually journaling, journaling out those negative thoughts and rewriting those thoughts with affirmations. And I know we've spoken many times on the show, Jeff, about affirmations and mindset and meditation. And the full moon is a reminder for everyone. You don't necessarily have to be in the wellness world or be spiritual or be into astrology, but that's a really good time to kind of rewrite, reset, and reflect on where you want to be for the month and the year. Mm. What is the connection there between the full moon, whether it be the strawberry moon or any other uh, full moon? What is the connection between that and things like meditation, uh, affirmation? Why is it when there's a full moon, it's uh, an even better idea? It's a great opportunity to, uh, you know, engage uh, in meditation and affirmation. Such a really great question. Um, from what I've read and what I've studied and what I've learned within the spiritual community, the full moon is supposed to be a way that we release certain energies and a way uh, where we transform. We transform our thoughts, our mind, um, what we want to accept into our energy field, what we want to accept into our life. So I guess because throughout the month, there's a lot of things changing. Um Within our life and within our body, we can look at that and take that time to reflect and look at the full moon as overall energy and transformation. All right. Well, if you missed the strawberry moon earlier this week, your next chance is uh, next month. The buck moon will appear. That's our next uh, full moon on Wednesday, July the uh, 13th. So uh, mark it in your calendars. Laura, much appreciated as always. Good to chat. Have a uh, great rest of the week. You too. All right. There goes Laura DeSanctis, our wellness expert. You can find her on Insta at Go With Your Gut. And we're back after break here on the Jeff MacArthur Show. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.